Hey, you guys. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, first of all, welcome back. And Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. I just wanted to do like a different sort of podcast today. I always say different. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that. I'm also going to be drinking some stuff today. I have coffee on my table. Um, I like the coffee. So you might hear a sip or a gulp here and there. Um, so anyway, today I wanted to talk about... Um, in the spirit of Disney, so let's talk about Disney things. I want to talk about Disney Plus and what shows I think we should get on Disney Plus. So, okay, I was a kid growing up in the 90s. I'm not sure, like, who you are, when you grew up, but I grew up in the 90s, right? I grew up, like, 90s kid. So, I grew up with all what I consider, like, the best of Disney Channel TV shows. Like, I grew up with, like, MMC with Britney, Justin, and Christina. I grew up with like shows like Ready or Not, Flash Forward, um, and I think The Babysitter's Club, which I think all of those shows, like not The Babysitter's Club movie, I love that movie too. I did grow up with that as well, but I'm talking about like there was a show on Disney Channel that was like The Babysitter's Club. That was like my first, um, like my first uh, experience watching The Babysitter's Club was through them. Um, I think most of those shows took place in Canada. I'm pretty sure most of them were actually filmed in Canada. Um, but I grew up with those. I grew up with, like, the Jersey, So Weird, um, Two Hour Tour. Do you guys remember Two Hour Tour? Like, okay, so there was there was Disney Channel in concert, right, where you got to watch, like, Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, um, Joy McIntyre, I think Hoku, 90 Degrees, Jessica Simpson, I think, was on there, too. Like, there were so many people that were in Disney Channel in concert. Like, that was a fun time. Like, I'm telling you, like, Disney Channel in the 90s was a fun time. Like, DCOMs were fresh, because you had Xenon, Halloween Town, Smart House, Up, Up, and Away. Um, I think Alley Cat Strike might have been 90s, if not, like, early 2000s. Um, Phantom of the Megaplex. You have, like, some really good, like, Disney Channel original movies. I don't look under the bed. Like, there's just countless. But... And then, I'm sorry, and then also, like, on, like, the cartoon side, you had the Rescuers, um, or Rescue Rangers, I'm sorry. You had, like, Gummy Bears, you had, um, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, Mighty Ducks, um, oh my gosh, what is the other one? Uh, Bonkers, um, Recess, you know, Proud Family came in about, like, 2002, around that time. But you had some, like, really cool stuff in the 90s for kids to watch, um, on Disney Channel. And while there's a lot of that I mentioned on Disney Plus, there's not like, uh, like to me, some of the more iconic stuff isn't even on there. And I'm not even sure why. Like, I don't know if they had to pay certain artists or whatever, but like, for example, uh, Disney Channel in concert, like Disney Channel in concert, like to me, like that's how you knew when I was a kid. That's how you knew, like, you know, you had made it is if you're on Disney Channel in concert, like. You know, like I said, they had, like, Britney, NSYNC, Backstreet. And then they would always pair them with somebody who somebody knew, but it might not be you. Like, for example, for Britney Spears, Joey McIntyre. Like, I knew of Joey McIntyre because of New Kids on the Block, but I was really young when New Kids was a thing. So they were, like, a little bit before me. Like, maybe my cousin who's, like, three years older than me. I think she would have known who they were. I think she had a T-shirt for them, so she knew who they were. Who they were. But I didn't know who they were. Um, but Joey McIntyre was, like, a thing at that time. I guess he had, like, a big song. But, I mean, Britney was, like, the headliner of that. Like, it was, like, you know, Britney and Joey. And then there was, um, 
having Hoku and 90 Degrees, and you knew who 90 Degrees was. Hoku had, like, two, like, Hoku I bopped to. Like, let's be real. Hoku was bop. Like, if you guys don't know her songs, Another Dumb Blonde, Perfect Day, How Do I Feel? Like, Hoku is, Hoku was a bop. But Hoku was not 90 Degrees level. Like, 90 Degrees, they had bops. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, 90 Degrees, 90 Degrees had bops. And so, like, there was always one of the two acts that they had that people, like, not even kind of knew, like, the kids at the time of that era, they knew new. You knew new Britney Spears. You knew new 90 Degrees. Even if you didn't like either artist, you knew who they were because they had a whole bunch of songs. Like, 90 Degrees had, like, All Because of You, um, It's the Hardest Thing, True to Your Heart from Mulan. And, and you know, and some of them were also, like, artists that Disney messed with, like, like 90 Degrees. Christina Aguilera with Reflection, like, you knew who these people were because Disney was putting them out there and then also because, like, they had countless hits. Like, I don't think I've seen any Disney Channel in concert where both artists didn't have that many songs. Like, there was a Five one in Bewitched. Do you guys know who Five is? Like, Five is, like, I would say Five is, like, Europe's Backstreet Boys where they had, like, a lot of hits for Europe. Like, there was, like, Slam Dunk the Funk, which was big in... uh a smart house oh there was the other me too i love the other me um there was they had a few songs like like songs we in america probably didn't like bop to bop to because we had backstreet and sync but five was like really big in the uk because I, I remember like i knew about five before five got like really really big over here a lot of my cousins are from wales and so when they would come down they would like listen to music on their like little cassette players or whatever that were like big over there. And so I would listen to their music while they were listening to ours. Like Brandy was huge for them in, in the UK. But over here, like I listened to Five and stuff like that. Like stuff they would send me and like stuff that when they would come down, I would listen to their music. We would like kind of like sort of exchange music, if that makes sense. So I remember like one of my cousins came down and she was really into Five and I was really into Brandy and we were in Britney and we were listening to each other's music. And that's where I, I, I knew about Five. And so when Five became big on Disney Channel, I was like, oh, I know about them. Um, so they had like an in-concert special with Bewitched and Bewitched had like, they had, um, what is that song? You guys know that song, uh, C'est La Vie. <clears throat> so Bewitched had C'est La Vie and then they had like Roller Coaster, Blame It on the Weatherman is still a bop. Let me tell you, Blame It on the Weatherman is their biggest bop, period. Pe- that's it, period. But um, <laughs> they had, like, Jesse Hold On, whatever they were singing. Like, they had, like, a few different songs. But Five was, like, the bigger artist. You knew who Five was, because Five was, like... Five was, like... All the boy groups had their own little thing to them. Like, for me, Backstreet Boys were, like, the, like younger white version of boys to men like that's how I felt that's kind of how I felt like they were marketed but 90 degrees was on that level too like 90 degrees to me I never saw them as boys I felt like they were like the more like mature group like Backstreet Boys were too but Backstreet Boys had like something to them that still kind of kept them in my opinion kind of kept them a little bit more youthful than 90 degrees does that make sense? Like, there was something that just felt a little more youthful about them than 98. I don't know what it was. I think it's Nick Lachey just always look like a full-grown man, like, period. He just looked like a full-grown dude who went from working in a sub shop. I don't know his life, but I'm saying, like, that's my vibe. Like, he went from working, like, at a sub shop in Jersey, decided he could sing one day with his, like, four other friends and or three other friends and, like, his brother and, like, two other dudes and then just became a group. Like, that's 
how that group felt to me. Like NSYNC always felt like so childish to me. I was never really a big fan of NSYNC, but they always felt really childish because their music was always so dancey and, you know, just, they just felt childish. I don't know what it was. Like, they just felt like little kids who were just addicted to Sour Patch Kids and like every sugary candy. And they just made albums. Like they got, like, that's, that's what they sounded like to me. I'm not coming for NSYNC. This is not a video about that, but like, that's the vibe they gave me. Um, and then you had Five and Five was like, I mean, there are other boy groups too, of course, Old Decision, LFO, Youngstown, but like a lot of those didn't last. Um, but then you had Five and Five felt like, Five felt like the UK version of Backstreet Boys. Like they felt like they were just trying to be bad. Like, I'm not saying that Backstreet Boys ever felt like they were trying to be bad. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that like, they definitely, um, I'm trying to find, <laughs> sorry. Um, they definitely felt like they were trying to be, yeah, I don't, like, like I said, they felt like they were trying to be bad. Like, they just felt like they were trying to be, like, you know, we're the Backstreet Boys from the UK. That's the vibe that I got from, from, Sol, uh, from, uh, Five. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I grew up with those kind of shows. And then, again, there was Two Hour Tour. And Two Hour Tour was, it was like, um, it was like Disney in concert, but it wasn't Disney in concert. Like, I think Christina Aguilera might have been the only artist to ever do two-hour tour. I feel like just, I feel like Destiny Child did it too, but I could be wrong. But um, two-hour tour was basically um, an artist would, like, I guess, like, be making a video or doing, like, some kind of concert thing or whatever, and a fan would be able to meet them. Like, that was, like, the whole point, I think, of two-hour tour was getting to know the artist, getting to know, like, the behind the music sort of thing about them, and then a fan would meet them. Like, I think that was, like, if I can remember correctly, that's what that was, where Disney Channel in concert was, like, your favorite artist performing in, like, Disneyland, Disney World. But I think when Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, I think those were the first two that started it. I don't think they were in Disney World. I think Backstreet Boys takes place in New York, uh, at Radio City Music Hall, and then I don't remember where NSYNC takes place. I cannot remember. But um, basically for those, it's, they do like a little interview with the artist, and then they show them around Disney World, just kind of hanging out. Um, Britney Spears was a good example of that. Like she did her performance in Disney World. So you saw her there hanging out, getting to see like the old sites of, you know, where she worked as a Mouseketeer. And then she would do her show. And then Joey McIntyre did the same thing. And it was really cool. Cause like I said, like back in 2000, they would bring out like all these different, like, you know, teen artists to Disney world and just have them like go crazy, go bananas. And I remember I used to collect, I think it was Popstar magazine, um, had like these spreads and like the, most of the issues in 2000 had these spreads and like they were Disney spreads. It was like cool. Like I had posters, dude. My, one of my walls in my room was like filled with posters of this one particular thing. It was a theme. It was just like, um, pop artists at Disneyland or Disney World with like Minnie and Mickey and stuff. And it was like this big who's who of pop artists that Disney just like, I guess flew out there or whatever and just had a field day. Like, Britney was there, Christine, I don't know if they were all there together, but I'm saying Disney flew them out, and they, like, took all these, like, really cool photo shoots and spreads and stuff. Um, and I think they filmed a lot of it, which I was like, where is this footage? Like, I don't know, I, I feel like Disney Plus, in my opinion, should feel like nostalgia for every generation that's come. I feel like when you go on Disney Plus, you should be able to find everything you're looking for that's Disney-related, you know what I mean? Like, if you grew up in the 
I don't know, the 2000s, you should have content for you that is personal to you. Obviously, they, you know, they're going to recommend things to you that are newer or even older than that time. But I mean, with Disney Plus, you should really be able to go on there and be like, I have all I need. And a lot of us 90s kids, I think there's just a lot of stuff for whatever reason we just don't have. And I don't know why. Like, Jed Jackson is another example. I love Jed Jackson growing up. Like, Jed Jackson was cool because, like, he was, like, it's very, at the time, it was very rare to have, like, a Black or person of color Disney star on a TV show, on a live-action TV show, let alone a cartoon either, but, like, a live-action TV show, and Jed Jackson was that kid. And he was cool. It wasn't even just, like, he was cool. Most of the Disney Channel TV shows, they kind of, you know, follow the lives of these regular teenagers just going to school, trying to make it through school, right? Like, trying to make it through life. Jed Jackson was that kid, but then he was also, well, what is it? Yeah, Jed Jackson was also Silverstone, an actor and an action star at that. So there was like these dual roles that he played in these two different worlds that you're getting in the show. And both of them are equally interesting. Like I loved Jed's life. Like I, he, JB was his best friend. He had a thing for his friend, Kayla. He had a cool dad who was a sheriff. I think his mom was like in the court system or something. I think he had a little sister. I briefly remember him having a sister or whatever. But then you had Silverstone who had like, eventually I think Artemis is his partner. Is that her name? Or is Artemis the other dude? What is, so you had his like mentor and then you had his partner who eventually came into the show. You had the bad guy in the show, the rat or whatever his name was. And like, it was just cool. Like I just, I loved the the dynamics of that show. And I think even ever since Jet Jackson, Disney's tried to kind of rekindle that and try to make it again. We saw it with Aaron Stone when that was on TV. We saw it with Casey Undercover. Like there were a few different, Kim Possible even. We saw in these other shows that Disney was kind of creating because Jet Jackson was just like a really cool concept. And another thing that was really cool about Jet is that like every now and then you'd see pop stars on the show or they'd do little cameos for Jet. Like it was a big show. Like 90 Degrees did some. LFO, I think... Youngstown sung the music for the show. Britney Spears appears on an episode. Destiny's Child is on an episode. Like, it was a cool show. And for whatever reason, it's not on Disney+. Plus. There was even a movie, dude. And the Jet Jackson movie was good, too. But there was even a movie. Like, I... I and, and honestly, when Casey Undercover came out, I think, unfortunately, Lee Thompson Young had already passed away. But I wanted so badly for there to be, like, Jet Jackson, uh, Kim Possible, and even Aaron Stone references in that show. In fact, I would still love to see, like, a sort of revised, like, a decom that just features, like, a revised Jet Jackson, um, like, maybe his son or something, hanging out with, like, Casey Cooper, Kim Possible, now that she's done a live, I, I didn't watch a live action Kim Possible, I didn't mean to. Oh, that, no, that's not true. I actually did watch a live action Kim Possible, and it was trash. But, um, like, a better version of a live action Kim Possible, and then Aaron Stone, like, the four of them in the same movie doing a mission together, that'd be, that'd be really cool. Maybe even throw the lab rats in for, for good measure, I don't know. But that would be a really cool idea, right? Like, these four people kicking butt together. I'd watch that. But anyway, so that's one of the shows that's not on there, which, again, I don't understand. I don't think The Jersey is, last time I checked, another show that's not on Disney+, Plus, which is really weird because The Jersey was another one where it's like all these big athletes made little guest appearances on that show, and it's not even on there. And at the time, I I don't remember who was all on the show, but I know for a fact, uh, oh, what is her name? Oh, my gosh. Is it Courtney Draper? Is that her name? 
Am I saying that wrong? I don't know. One of the girls who's the girl who's on the show, the Jersey, she was in a ton of different Disney little projects. Like she did my stepsister from planet weird. She did 13th year. She did, uh, I'm not thinking of what else. I think her name is Courtney Draper. I don't remember her. Anyway, she was in a few Disney projects. And so she was kind of like, she wasn't the star of the show, but she was the one I knew out of the four kids. And so it's kind of weird that her other projects are on there, but then this is not like the jerseys for some reason just kind of got swept away even after like it did its thing. I even think Bug Juice is on Disney Plus, which I love Bug Juice, but I think it is on Disney Plus. So again, Disney, like to me, the most obscure of all those shows would be Bug Juice. Like to me, out of all the ones that were popular, I'd say Bug Juice felt the most obscure. And the fact that not only did they reboot it, but they brought it to Disney Plus. Is still kind of like, how are you going to have Bug Juice on here, but not Jersey and not Judge Jackson? Like, what? I don't even know if they have Brotherly Love on there either. I grew up with Brotherly Love as well, and that's not on there. Um, but again, I don't know if they have the rights to that show. Because some shows that they played, they didn't necessarily have, like, the rights to distribute, I guess. Or, like, you know, they just had their syndication rights, I think. So I'm not sure if that's why they're not on Disney+. Plus. I think Smart Guy is, though. Sister Sisters on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Disney Plus, but it is on Netflix, and they played that show as well. Boy Meets Worlds. I don't know what happened to that show. I don't even know if that's on. Like some of these shows, I don't care enough to know if they're on Disney Plus or not. But I do know that, like I said, Jed is not on there. Um, uh, the I'm sorry, uh, the Jersey's not on there. Two Hour Tour is not like Two Hour Tour might only have a few episodes, so if that's not on there, I I still don't get it. I still think you should put it on there. But if that's not on there, then whatever. But like. MMC, I don't understand why Mickey Mouse Club's not on there. Like, I really don't. Like, that that one, I think, out of all of them, is, like, the most, like, why? <laughs> like, they even came out with a DVD. Like, when Britney, Christina, and Justin became, like, really, really big stars, I think Disney was like, oh, we can capitalize off this. Let's go ahead and, like, put out a DVD or whatever. Like, when they first became really big in 99, I remember Disney Channel putting out a uh, sort of a week long thing of who's who because all like they all blew up close to the same I, I would say like Ryan Gosling probably got his start before all of them because Ryan Gosling was like in my opinion was probably the most steady when it came to work of all of them because you he even after MMC he was doing things in Canada like I think he did like goosebumps around that time I think he did um I don't know if he did are you afraid of the dark but I know he did goosebumps I feel like he did other projects too a Herc- young Hercules like, he was working for a long time before, you know, he became who he is now. He was constantly working. And I think Justin and JC, like, pretty quickly got into NSYNC together. Um, I know Tony, Luca, and uh, I think Dale, Rona. Rona went on Jamie Foxx in the 90s. But I think Tona, Lu- Tony, um, Dale, and I think Carrie Russell all got on a show together as well. I could be wrong. But Carrie Russell also got pretty big, pretty fast too. She did the movie, The Curve. She did like, I think Noxima commercials. I think she did that. And then I think she just jumped onto Felicity. Um, I could be wrong with some of the, some of these details, but I'm pretty sure that's what ended up happening. Um, so a lot of these kids after MMC really became big. And so Disney had like a week where they were just like showing you like, Hey, all this new talent that's coming up out of nowhere, Christina, Brittany, Justin, JC, all these kids. Yeah. They were ours first. And they started, and I think even Tate, was Simba, I think, on Broadway, which nobody talks about. But I think Tate, who was on MMC, got Simba. Um, and, and he's also passed away. So RIP to you, Tate. I looked up to him and Dale a lot as a kid because to see two brown boys 
on Mickey Mouse Club. I was like, I can be in, I can be a mouse which is again why I'm always gonna say in these videos that representation does matter. Because when you can, as a kid, when you can see somebody who looks like you doing something awesome that you want to do yourself, it does it like sets off a dream inside of you that you can get that accomplished. So when you do like some of you who are not people of color or maybe who are but are different colors, hear someone talk about that and roll your eyes like there's a reason why they're speaking about this. It's because it sets off a dream, a spark in them. And that's why it's important for the new generation to have different sorts and forms of representation that they can relate to. So they can think I can do this too. You know what I mean? Like I remember I was, it was just a few years ago that I got my, I randomly, my friends for Christmas got me um, a Mickey Mouse Club jacket uh, at Disneyland. And I remember being like, what? You got me what? Like I, I, Dude, I freaked out and I wore it like for like a month. Like I washed it, but I would like wear it for like a month straight because I was like, I can't believe that I have my very own Mickey Mouse Club jacket. Like I was so happy with that jacket. Dude, I'm still, I, I can see it now. I was so happy with that jacket because I could not believe that I, my whole life, that's all I ever wanted to be was a Mouseketeer. I'm serious. Like I wanted that badly because I grew up with that show when it was in syndication and I probably was like, around when it was still having new episodes with Brittany, Christina, and them. But, like, I grew up with that. And so when I watched it in syndication, I would come home from school and watch that every single day. Like, I didn't care if the songs were old, didn't care. I just loved it. And, like, to have my own jacket. Like, I even got to talk to Tony Luca not too long ago about their, like, they did, like, a 30-year reunion in Disney World. And I randomly was just talking. Uh, I was posting things on Instagram. And Tony Luca, Tony Luca um reached out to me and I was like oh my I'm talking to what hello like y'all I had a huge crush on him when I was a kid him and Dale and I think even Ryan Gosling I had like a really big crush on as a kid um and the fact that like one of them reached out to me to have like a a mini we had a conversation about Britney Spears it was the most random thing because I had posted something about Britney and Ryan meeting up and I was like if only the rest of MMC were here and then Tony said something to that and we started talking a little bit back and forth about Britney Spears. I'm like, I'm talking to Tony Luca about Britney Spears, who happens to be like my queen queen. Like, what is going on? Like, it was just like, it was a day. It was a whole day. And I was just like, this is happening. Like, yeah, it was, it was very cool. It was very cool. Um, but anyway, like, I just, I really would love to have like a lot of the 90s stuff that I think is missing on Disney+. Plus to be put on Disney Plus. Like, I don't know what your favorite 90s thing was, but those are my favorite 90s things. I kind of want to, before I end this, I do want to get into a little bit of some of them and why I loved them. Um, and then we can go ahead and end and, and this. And by the way, if, you're, if you've listened this far, I truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you. I talk a lot and I ramble. I'm sorry, I'm working on that. Not really, but I'm trying. Um, so I think what I want to get into first is probably the Babysitter's Club. Um, Growing up, the Babysitter's Club was a big deal for me. Uh, I don't know what it was, but, like, I was I was one of those boys who liked more of the girly stuff than the boys stuff, I guess. I don't know. Most of my friends in school were girls. I had some guys that were my friends, but mostly, it was mostly girls. And they watched those kind of shows. And so I watched them, too. Like, I was very close to my mom when I was little. And I don't know, the Babysitter's Club was just a fun little show. These seven girls... You know, there were also books, too, and I did read some of the books. And so, like, I don't know. I guess it was just, they were interesting to watch. And you're watching them. They're watching kids. Each one has her own story. You know, you have Chrissy, who's, like, the leader. She's kind of, like, a tomboy at the time. Like, she was just very, just, like, 
tomboy. And then you had like Claudia, who was very smart, I guess, but kind of ditzy. And then you had um, Stacy, who was just like the popular girl. Dawn was kind of like a hippie, sort of. Mary Ann, who's like her stepsister, was like just kind of a bookworm, kind of like a like a wallflower. Um, Jesse, when she was on the show, was kind of like you know the the fun one, she liked to dance and stuff. And then Mallory was like the science geek. So you had these different kind of characters on the show, and I don't know, they just they really worked together, and I liked I liked the show, the flow of the show. Um, and so like I remember them making a movie for it and because I was a kid I thought it was going to be the same actors it wasn't it was totally different I think but done by like a different studio and even that movie was good it was a really good movie it was cute and uh some of the stars in there I, I recognized some other things for example um if you were a kid in the 90s and you watched Nickelodeon you probably had seen the show called Alex Mack I was a huge fan of Alex Mack I have uh, some of the books I think I still have some of her books. I have like some of the books. I watched the TV show. Well, she was in the movie. Um, Rachel Lee Cook from She's All That was in the movie as well. Um, I don't know if I can really spot some of the other girls. Like, I don't think so. I think those are like, the only two that I like recognize, recognize from other things. But anyway, the movie was really cute. It was a good movie. And uh, yeah, I liked it. And so they actually did a reboot last this year this year or last year on Netflix. And I actually did watch the reboot. I was like, this is not really going to be for me, but I'm going to watch it to see if it's anything like when I was a kid. And to be honest with you, it was really, it was good. It was surprisingly really good. I was like, what? Like they're doing that? Like it was, it was just good. I liked some of the elements they brought in. Um, I liked some of the conflicts in the show. It's very, very young. I probably won't be watching season two, but I did want to watch season one and see, and also Alicia Silverstone, who's like a 90s queen in her own right, is in the show. She plays uh, Christy's mom, and I like her in that show, too. So there were some of the adult actors. I'm like, I recognize you. Okay, you're in this. It's cool. And it's a good show. I recommend if you have kids, um, I think it's probably something you probably should watch with your kid. Like, you know what I mean? If, if your kid is into that kind of stuff, I think it would probably be a good show to watch as like a family show because um, it does teach you lessons and stuff, and it just kind of, I guess which is what the what the books did and what the original show did it was kind of kind of show you the minds of like preteen kids and what they you know what they do um with responsibility how they handle responsibility in life situations that are thrown at them so it's one of those kind of shows it was a really interesting watch i would say it was probably better than what i got as a kid from the babysitters club i was like this was not this was better than my babysitters club so it was good and i like that the adults also have their own situations to go through too so you're kind of learning from all to, it, it's a good show um ready or not was another show i watched as a kid i loved ready or not can i tell you what the premise was not really it was these two girls who they were best friends going through middle school high school whatever like disney channel only played a few seasons of that show because i didn't even know there were like seasons and seasons of that show that disney just was not playing and I think it's because it probably got more mature over time. And that's probably why Disney was like, you know, we're just going to show these like first two, three seasons and that's it. Um, and that's all they did. But I loved that show. I can't remember their names now, though. Oh, man, I used to know their names. I know. I used to know their names. I don't remember their names. Like Not even not the names of the actors, but like the names of the characters in the show, the two girls. I used to remember their names. I don't remember it anymore. But it was a really... I loved that show. I, lo- I loved the theme song, too. It was like, ready or not, 
It was cute. I loved that show. Um, next, flash forward with Tucker and Becca. I'll never forget their names, Tucker and Becca. I Ben Foster was in that show, and I think Julie State, or I think that's her name is, Julia Stas or something. I don't know her name. But um, they were both in the show. If you know who Ben Foster is, he's he's an actor that blew up after a while. Like, he did a few different things. And I've, he was in X-Men Last Stand. If you guys, he was Angel in that. Um, he's done other things, too. But, like, I, I couldn't... It'd be hard for me to just, like, oh, he's been in so many things that it's just, like... Sometimes I'm not even aware that it's him that I'm watching, but he was in those. He's he's a really good actor. Um, I had a crush on him too when I was a kid. But anyway, he was in the show and he was just like this prankster. And Becca was like his best friend, and they had two other friends too. Um, and yeah, it was it was a really cute show about four kids and just like the crazy antics that uh oh these songs sound very similar. Wow. Oh, it's unsync. I don't know how to feel about this. But anyway, um. <laughs> sorry but anyway um that was a good show about four kids just living their lives i think they were like high school middle school high school kids and then like i said there was the jersey there was uh jet jackson which i those two shows yes um a part of me wants to say that there was like a a creepy show i think i know so weird was a thing but there was another show. I don't know if it was, like, creepy or what. Like, I don't know if it was on, like, Goosebumps level or Are You Afraid of the Dark level. I could be tripping. I'm probably tripping. But I felt like there was something else there, too, that wasn't so weird. I know so weird. Um, and I felt like there was something else there. I don't know why. And then there's another show. I think it was called, like, In a Heartbeat, which was, like, uh, Sean Ashmore or Aaron Ashmore. And they were, like, young EMTs. Do you guys remember that show? That was also on Disney Channel for a little bit, but I think that was another show from Canada. But yeah, that was another good show too that came on. Um, yeah, Disney, like, I don't know what you're doing, but there's a lot of really cool content that's not on Disney Plus, And I'm just trying to wrap my head around why, because it's a lot of stuff that came from my generation. And I'm sure there's much from generations before me that don't have that. Like, obviously not on Disney Channel, because Disney Channel, I think, started in 1984 or 86. So it wasn't too... Like, it was still very... Disney Channel was still very new when I was a thing, you know, when I was a little kid. Um, So there's not much, I think, before my time that wasn't... That isn't on there now. Um, I shouldn't say that. Uh, Scratch that. I was going to say there's... Probably not much before me that wasn't on there because, but that could be wrong too. I don't, again, if it came out before I was a thing, how am I going to know that it was a thing on Disney Channel? But there are some things that I'm just like, my generation just seems to be missing a lot of things. And even when I talk about these things with friends, like we'll just like get nostalgic. Like, I remember this. They'll be like, no, I don't remember that. Like, I feel like now that you said something, I have like something sparked in my brain, but I can't picture anything. And I'm like, that's why Disney Plus needs this stuff so you can go back and see it. Whether it's good, bad, or whatever, we deserve to have it, right? I think so. Um, in fact, I just thought of something else, too, like, as I was saying that. And I don't remember what it was now. Oh, my gosh. I'm Oh, Suzy Q. I mean, I, have, I own Suzy Q, but not everybody does. So bring Suzy Q on there. If my date with the president's daughter is not on there, bring that on there. Which one is star? Bring that on there. Um, my date with the president's daughter, did I say that? I think I did. Bring that on there. 
H-E double hockey sticks. Bring that on there. Um, oh, my God. I keep forgetting. Oh, Adventures in Wonderland. Do you guys remember that show where Alice was like, it was a live action. Alice would go into Dude, that was my favorite Disney Channel morning show. No, but it was. I had a thing for, like, blonde people, apparently, when I was a kid. <laughs> because, oh my gosh, I'm like, all these shows that I loved always had some blonde child in there. But I loved that show. I loved Adventures in Wonderland. Oh my gosh, how does it go again? It's like, um, I used to know the word. I know Adventures in Wonderland. Sorry, I don't sing. But that, like, I was like, use your imagination, you'll understand the Adventures in Wonderland. I loved that show. Oh my gosh. And the Queen of, I think the Queen of Hearts was black, and then she had, like, the Duchess. And then, yeah, dude, that show was a ball. And then there was a there was a Dumbo show that was definitely before my time. But there was a Dumbo show, like Dumbo Circus Train or whatever. Girl, I'm remembering all this stuff now. There was even like a Sebastian in concert. I remember that there was like a Sebastian, like the guy who played Sebastian or whatever. There was a concert, and he like, do you guys remember like Disney? What was it? Disney four one one, like not Disney three six five, Disney four one one. And then there was like Disney Insiders, and then there were um. Movie surface. The movie surface, you guys. Movie surface. Christina Milian was a movie. You see, do you see, like, you guys. <laughs> I know I'm trash right now. I'm sorry. But you guys, like, there's so much stuff we don't have. Disney Plus is naked. Disney, put some clothes on it. Disney Plus is naked. No, but it is. Like, there's so many things. Oh, my gosh. I forgot all this stuff. And now I know there's things. Now I know there's things I'm forgetting. Now I know there is. Because I'm like, bro, if I can name all that, then I know there's so many others. Like before Disney 411, there was another Disney thing um, when I was a kid. And they would give you news from like coast to coast on Disney Channel. Like, I don't know if they were kids or they were older than kids. But I remember them. But I remember the movie service for, yeah, movie service were like, they were it. And they were around for a while too because... I know movie service were a thing, like, when Christina Milian was on there, which is in the 90s, but then I remember the movie service going on the set of Prince Caspian, I think, for um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series, and that was in 2008, so they were around, and then I don't know what happened to them, I think they just changed over to Disney 411, which kind of became, like, all Disney news or whatever, but, like, movie service were around for a cool minute, like, I don't know how you'd bring that to Disney Plus. Probably, like, during the movie, like, or not during the movie, but, like, you know how, like, each movie that you can watch on there have, like, extra features? You could throw the Disney Movie Surfers extra features on those, like, those things. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be, like, legit. Like, I don't know how you do Disney 411 or Disney 365 on there, but... I don't Somebody would watch it. If you put a collection on Movie Surfers... Or Disney 365, like, you just put it into, like, one big, like, collection of things, like, episodes or whatever. Even though they're really small things, somebody would watch all that. And one of those somebodies is me, because I have a lot of time on my hands sometimes. And I would love to see the nostalgia of, like, them interviewing the Kingdom Hearts, you know, people. Like, when the Kingdom Hearts came out, they had, like, interviewers there. When Disney Mania came out. And you're seeing stars that you don't see anymore in those things. And you're seeing, like... Disney kids that you don't see anymore either. So that would be kind of cool to do those kind of episodes. Yeah, there's just, I feel like there's like a huge time capsule worth of shows that are just not on Disney Plus. And I don't know when they're ever going to get there. Obviously, Disney Plus is still a new thing. It's barely over a year old, I think, right? Like, 
it might be going on two years now, but it's still pretty new. And so there's a lot of content that, you know, I know there's new content they're putting out there, I think every month, but, and a lot of it's old content. Like they're, they're bringing a lot of old stuff. Like there's a lot of Disney films I watch on Disney Plus that I don't even own. Um, I mean, I basically have Disney Plus in my house that I own so much stuff, but there are certain things I've never even heard of that I watched on Disney Plus. So there are some things that are way before my generation that are on there, but there's a lot that's missing, not just from my generation, but even generations before, like movies wise. Um, but like I, like I said, I can only imagine like what else I'm not even thinking of that isn't on Disney Plus at this point. Um, so yeah. I want more. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I really thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, I really appreciate all of your your support. I really do. Um, make sure to follow me on YouTube. Um, it's going to be Yinsids underscore Funkos. That's a lie. It's going to be Yinsids Funkos. That's that's my name on, on YouTube. On Instagram, though, you can find me under Yinsids underscore Funkos, where I will post pop pictures on there. It's all nerdy stuff. You're a nerd this is the active place for you. And even over here, if you want to hear me talk about nerdy things, I want to get into other things. The Lizzie McGuire reboot that is now canceled, what I think could have been cool on the show. I want to talk about just a lot of stuff on here. And I'm going to do this radically. I don't have any dates, like specifically I'm going to upload. I might even do another video after I do this one or another stream after, whatever, another podcast after I do this one. Um, Because I just, if it comes to my mind, I'll, I'll talk about it. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for all you guys have... I'm sorry. Hello. I'm awkward. Thank you for this, for tuning into this. I'll see you guys next time. If you've made it this far, you are royalty. Absolutely. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And I'll see you soon. Peace.